that one. This is Red Man. Pimp Nuts. The clean version, the album version, yes. Edited. Jugarabo Live. Great to be here. Nice to have you there. Our guest is here. You were in a Red Man frame of mind, huh? Yeah, this has been popping up on my Spotify, so I just went with it today. Nothing, hey, nothing wrong with a uh, with some uh, Red Man, I like to say. Anybody holding before I bring the sheriff in here? No, okay. I'm, I'm good. Thank okay. you. Right, John. Why well, you? Oh, no, I mean, no. John going to get him. So, uh, oh, John went to get him? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. Bye, everybody. Let's talk to this guy, Luke, right here. Hey, Luke, Drew Garabo, how are you? I, I got a simple little question that revolves about a 15-second story. A friend of mine dated a teacher like the last, I'd say the last three months of high school, mm-hmm. and she was 23 and he was 18, and they're married and still together. They wrong for back then, all the way back then, are they? Just curious. Thank you. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Did you see the question that that girl asked me on Twitter? No. You you favorited it, so I know you did. Oh, uh, sometimes I don't read things I favorite. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Back to the age thing. When I was sixteen, my husband was twenty two. We didn't meet until I was twenty four and he was thirty. Okay or not okay? Hey, lady. I'm sure you're a nice lady, but are you really asking me if it's okay that a twenty four year old dates a thirty year old? Come on. Oh, that's what she was asking. Yeah. Oh, man, I was so confused. Because you don't want to believe anybody could ask a question that dumb. Like, of course it's okay. You're 24 and he's 30. It's not like he's 18 and you're 12. That's a that's an age difference that nobody can get down with. But if you're 24 and your partner is 30, then I think most people are going to be okay with that. Now, this is a real pleasure because... I've been on the radio with our sheriff before. I have, uh, it was unfortunately on a cat named Moe's show, so therefore, uh, you know, sorry that it was under such unpleasant, well, now Moe's going to get mad at me. Wasn't that that, uh, what is it, the Ebor night parade? There was something going on. It was, it was at a parade. The, it was at the night parade, which is, uh, which is I, I'm in Ebor City probably once a year, and that's it. That's all I care to be in Ebor City. And uh, and Moe had a bunch of people stop by, including our sheriff, our current sheriff, and our aspiring sheriff, Chad Cronister. Chad, it's great to see you again. Thanks for being here. Drew, thanks for having me. I always appreciate all the all the support. That's for sure. And the kind words of encouragement. Well, they're they're honest words. I am uh, I rub a lot of people wrong with my honesty, but <laughs> I do like you a lot. You're a good dude. And uh, we've had the opportunity to talk on a number of different subjects. And I think that you are a guy who is in law enforcement so that you can make a difference in a community. And I want to think that everyone is in law enforcement for that reason. Sometimes, I mean, I'm sure with even the most stringent HR policies, some people fall through the cracks. But how have you seen law enforcement, especially in the Hillsborough County area, change from when you got into it years ago to what it is today, where just today you have to go through an exercise that prepares uh, you for the worst thing you could possibly have, which is an armed shooter in a school situation? Yeah, we certainly have become a more security minded nation. We've had to evolve. Look at look at airports. We never used to go through security to go to a plane. After right. 9-11, it was uh, an increased enhanced security. Sure. Then it was, hey, someone brought a liquid in that was a bomb, so we had to check your liquids, and you can only bring in deodorant that you could barely put one one, <laughs> one swipe on, hoping it would make you through the event. And then take your shoes off because there's a shoe bomber. Of course. So 
it's horrible. It's horrible that our children and that our society has has evolved and I guess transitioned and being so security minded. But on the other hand, you have to say, okay, these are the cards that we have been dealt. Yeah. We have to um, respond accordingly. And yeah. you're exactly right. Today, school security is is no different. You know, um, we're light years ahead in Hillsborough County with our school security, but you can always improve. You can all you can always get better, and that's what we're doing. Yeah, and to prepare for the worst case scenario, if you don't do something like that, you're doing a tremendous disservice to all the kids and their parents out there. Look, nobody likes the situation that we're in right now. No one feels good about having to go through an active shooter drill, whether you're at a school or a newsroom or whatever. But you're irresponsible, in my opinion, if you don't prepare for that worst case scenario. And to know that my son, who is a Hillsborough County Public Schools student, is going to be safer because you guys are prepared now. As a parent, I'm going to sleep a little bit better at night because well, of that. Well, the deputies have to feel comfortable, too. We're asking a deputy to go in there, maybe at your own peril, go in there and stop that threat. So you have to make sure that they feel comfortable doing it because then they're going to be more apt to do it and respond and respond quicker. So you give them the proper equipment. You give them the long gun. You give them the ceramic plates to protect themselves. Now you give them the training to make them more comfortable saying, hey, listen, if this happens, you stop it and you stop it now. Yep. Chad Cronister is here. He is the current Hillsborough County Sheriff. He, in my opinion, will be the next Hillsborough County Sheriff, but that is a formality. We People need to turn out to vote. How do you balance doing the job, running for sheriff, family? I mean, how do, how do you balance all that right now this time of that year? That guy right there, Dave Jerry, who you FaceTimed earlier. That's I'm, sorry, Jerry. Well, I'm sorry, Jerry. I'm sorry, Jerry. It's important thing to do. You have, you have lot, lots of help. You have a very tolerant wife uh, who's been extremely supportive. Happy birthday uh, to her, by the way. Yeah, thank you. And other than that, it's a seven-day a week. You're out every night, and uh, but it's a good thing. You know, campaigning, everyone sees it as a a bad thing and you know the money ask of course you know no one no one likes to ask for money unless it's a it's for a charitable cause hey listen this is going to make an impact not hey listen raise money because i'm have to spend it to run a campaign right you know i, I don't see anything that I, I wish i i could i would i could give that money to a better cause but it, it's it's part of the process i get the political process it's a it's a fair process to where everyone hey i i think i want to be the sheriff okay you know you have to now go out and prove that you're the most qualified and i have to tell you drew the best part of it is that you get to highlight you get to show case the great work there's 3,500 men and women at the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office wow. and they do a phenomenal job yep. and it's great going out and being able to showcase the great work and the direction that we're going the the community outreach the excitement that's building you've been a uh, a, a uh, with the police uh, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department since 1992 is that correct correct going on my 27th year in that 26 plus years what's the closest you've ever come to being in fear for your life I'm sure there have been a couple of moments where you thought man this is it well, I've been involved in a shooting where I've had to deploy deadly force, and uh, probably that was uh, one of the more scary moments. Uh, another one is when I was on the SWAT team, and another time that I was uh, right there. Now, I was responsible for the less lethal. Hopefully, the, the gentleman would come out, and we would, I would, if he didn't go down, I was going to put him down with the less lethal. Unfortunately, he came out and started shooting, trying to shoot, and deadly force was deployed again. But certainly some scary moments. I tell you what, you're on the SWAT team, even though you have the ballistic helmet on, in the dark, when someone's shooting, you can't get to the ground low enough that's, oh, some, that's some scary that's some <laughs> scary scary times so certainly probably some of the more scarier times sure and uh you've been sheriff for it feels like about a year and a half now two years is that accurate S- since october 1st october oh wow yeah. it's been that not, short not quite no a year kidding. Yes. wow and uh you've got a little taste of it what do you like about it what are the challenges that you experienced chad chronister I, I love i absolutely love the platform because you have a platform to do so much good whether it's influencing change to affect your 3500 employees or having the employees change the call 
culture in the in the actual community. And you know, I'm big on I'm big on that. Yep. Uh, with our bias-based policing, all the training that we're doing, changing the recruitment requirements. Uh, with the hurricane, that was my first. That was my coming out party. Hey, listen, oh, uh, you're the sheriff here. We're having a historical storm bearing down on Tampa Bay. Here you go. Here's here's the microphone. Figure out figure out the plan. Have fun. You know, so a lot of a lot of challenges. I've learned a ton in such a short amount of time. But there's nothing more rewarding than be able to use your platform to truly implement and affect change. Nothing, nothing more rewarding. We have uh, Grady Judd on our show every couple of months or so when he makes a big bus, and it, it's uh, never a struggle to get him on the radio with us. He, uh, he does, <laughs> Man, he, I had a Grady question locked and loaded. Did you really? Yeah. What was yours? Well, I just want to know who does a better press conference, you or Grady Judd? <laughs> well, you know, they say the most dangerous place in Polk County is between Grady Judd and the camera. I'm, I'm just repeating what I He heard. says it. No, Grady said <laughs> no, that to no. us. Grady said that exact quote to us. He said the most dangerous place to be in Polk County between me and a TV camera. He also says he doesn't go to concerts because he's afraid that he'll arrest everybody for weed, so. He is, uh, he's yeah. a dyed-in-the-wall, old-school Florida cop. He, he is, and it works in Polk County. Yeah, you that's know, exactly it. It's, it's, it's different in Tampa, Florida. It is. It, it and, certainly is. And, and I think in between the two, you got Naco and Pasco with his live PD. Would you enjoy a live PD in Hillsborough County, or do you think that'd be a big pain in the butt? No, I would. I think that would do – I think it'd be I think it'd be great. I think it – once again, I, I don't want to sound corny. I think it'd be a great way for Hillsborough County, the Tampa Bay area, to see what the sheriff's office is doing. I mean, we have, we have great – we just hired some more PIOs to put it out. I've always said I think the sheriff's office has a great story to tell. Yep. We just weren't telling it. Right. So now with four PIOs, I brought I, I hired someone from Fox 13, someone from ABC Action News. So they're going to push it out with all their experience. Nice. And I think people are starting going to start to feel more comfortable but get to know their sheriff's office better as well. Have you found that that's been the evolution of law enforcement since the 90s, which is you're no longer just fighting bad guys. You're both fighting bad guys, building a bridge between you and the community and using social media and the media to kind of show showcase, hey, look, these officers, their moms and dads, just like everybody else, they got to go home to a family at the end of the day. It's no longer, you know, to break down the misconception that all right. cops are out to arrest you for a little amount of weed. Right, right. And you're exactly right. They, no one wants to deal with that. They're right. there to make sure that we're safe. That's our that's our, our biggest priority is public safety. We want to make sure our families, our children, and I say that, I mean everyone in Tampa, uh, that they're safe. And, that, and, and I think if you're asking what the biggest difference is, expectations are different. You know, just because you can doesn't mean you shouldn't. Right. So training's been, you know, the whole culture and training's been geared towards that. Just making sure you evolve. The, the world's the world's evolving. Tampa, Florida's evolving. Your local police department, your sheriff's office has to evolve too. That's just the bottom line. It really is. And especially, you know, we mentioned weed. Uh, it's so interesting for me because my son is 15 now. And when I was 15, the message was all drugs are bad. This is bad, Absolutely. bad. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. And now- Well, my you remember the PSAs. Here's your drugs. Here's your brain on here's drugs. Here's your brain. And here's, yeah. yeah, yeah nice little eggs and bacon and all that <laughs> stuff. I love Maybe hungry for Denny's. Uh, but, but now, you know, you've got legal medicinal marijuana in Florida and quite possibly at some point in time, legal recreational weed. So you have to tell your kid, well, it's okay for people who have this glaucoma or whatever, but it's not okay for you to do because it's, it, you mentioned the evolution. Yeah. It's sometimes you get muddied up with the details, don't you? You do. And I think it's confusing. I think it's a very confusing time. I think some people don't know whether it's legal or not legal. Right. I mean, we, we, no one knows, you know, and then what do you do? Hey, listen, you're a sheriff's office. What are your employees? Hey, listen, I have a, I have a prescription. Well, right. You know, <laughs> what do you do then? And I'm I, just and taking I, my medicine, <laughs> sheriff. I'm good, man. And I, and I, and I say that, you know, Hat and in jest. I mean, obviously, that we, 
you know, we're public servants. You're, sure. You're held to a different standard. For and, sure. But, you know, think about it. It, it is a it is confusing time, and uh, I think we'll we'll come to some common ground to where everyone say, okay, listen, this is what's acceptable, and the voters the voters decide that. You know, we only enforce the law. Correct. You know, contrary to popular belief, the sheriffs and police chiefs don't make the law. You know, <laughs> we're, we're just sworn to uphold the law. We can't pick and choose which ones we're going to enforce. Well, that one's an important one. This one's not. Right. Current uh, Hillsborough County Sheriff Chad Cronister is in with us, and he'll be running for re-election. This November is the elections? Correct. November 6th. November 6th. How much is it a problem right now with people driving while high? You say people don't know the rules. Is that not, You see the signs all over. What is it? Drive baked, get yeah. pulled over. Are yeah. you finding that to be a problem where a lot of people are driving under the influence of marijuana? Yeah, we do find there's certainly been an increase. Uh, I read a ton of studies from Colorado, and it's off the chain. I mean, mm. their their accidents, their drug-induced accidents, even from marijuana, are off the charts. And uh, it's a big problem out there. So something certainly look at it, deciding what they're going to do here, you know, um, legality-wise. Did I see you on Twitter this morning pulling someone over for going 90 on uh, on I-4? Was that you doing the stop this morning? That was me, 98 miles an hour, in and out of traffic, two small kids in the car. You could imagine uh, I, I was a little upset when I when I saw that, knowing that I-4, that stretch from Tampa to Orlando, oh. this is a family on vacation, is the deadliest stretch of highway, not in Florida, but, this, but, the, but the entire country is right there. I-4 just came out. And here's somebody with some kids – are you in that big of a hurry to go to Disneyland? Right. Two small kids sleeping in the back. I'm like, there's there's no way this guy's going to kill himself, kill his family, or kill someone else. I, Yeah, just a big pet peeve of mine. Yeah, and on one hand, you have to feel good about being able to have the opportunity to maybe open their eyes a little bit. But on the other hand, you got to think, what in the hell is wrong with people that they would be okay with doing that in the first place? If they understand it, it's about education for me. It's not punishment. And think about that. If I would have given them some $400 ticket, tickets are too expensive. Give them some $400 ticket. The only people that are going to suffer are these kids, the vacation that they would be out of. I'm like, well, you know what? Let's have a conversation. As long as you get it, hey, listen, that's all it's about. You get it, I get it. You know, be, be careful going to Orlando. Not even like a $1 ticket just to, just to prove a point. <laughs> yeah, not even like a nightstick to the gut or something. Like, oh, I'm not going to give you a ticket, but come here, you knucklehead. Get back in that car. Give them some different, some different <laughs> options. Do you remember the Hangover movie? We oh, could yeah. either go to jail for yep. for stealing this car, or we're gonna tase you from these kids and let these kids tase you. So maybe set up a program like that. There you go. Anything to educate, and, and I think that is also an evolution of law enforcement, where we're now looking at. How do we get people to stop doing these stupid things rather than how do we just punish people for doing the stupid things that they do? Well, I think we're transitioning more towards education. We know it's education, whether it's distracted driving. We know that our children text more, this next generation. Our accidents, our distracted driving accidents, single car accidents, once again, continue to increase every year. So we're not going to enforce our way out of that. We're going to have to educate them. Think about seatbelts. When seatbelts first came out, okay, it took some time. Who goes in a car now doesn't put a seatbelt on knowing, hey, this, is, this can save my life? Correct. So it's just it's just changing the culture. It's just it's, it's, it's education. It's it's prevention. And then, of course, then you have to have the enforcement side of it. Okay, you're not going to do this. Well, now we're going to help you. Right. Uh, now, I know that, uh, that uh, Elvis Presley was uh, deputized by uh, President Nixon, and I'm not looking for that. I would just like some permission for when I'm stuck on that godforsaken Howard Franklin Bridge in the afternoon and those yahoos going to the emergency lane and cross the damn bridge. I want some sort of jurisdiction where I can pull them over or knock them off and over the bridge and into the bay. Absolutely. We'll have to get you some. Well, we brought some 
shirts for you and crew today. So maybe show <laughs> show them the shirt, the coffee oh, mug, something. Oh, show yeah. them, show oh, them yeah. something. Oh, hey, point or to you that know scar. what? Thank How you. about a share of Chad Cronus or Magna on your car? Then they'll oh, know you're really oh, serious. <laughs> or a siren would work also if we get one of those. For sure. Chad Cronister is here, a veteran law enforcement officer. He is up for sheriff in November. He's been a great sheriff thus far. I see no reason why he shouldn't continue being a great sheriff. Sheriff, I know you're going around and you're putting yard signs on people's homes. Have you have you driven by anybody's house and, and seen one of your signs and maybe just gone up to their door to kind of introduce yourself? Or you haven't done that yet? I did. I've seen them outside and I stopped just to thank them. Someone that I didn't know. And I tell you what, the support's just been overwhelmingly humbling. I never expected it to... Uh, I couldn't be more grateful, more excited, and it's it's phenomenal the direction that the campaign and the support's gone. And we're, we're lucky. We live in a county where they love their sheriff's office, they love their sheriff, and I couldn't be more excited or, or grateful to be a part of that tradition. Yeah, and you've been a part of the community for so long now. You know the area. You're well-respected. You're well-liked by everyone. And uh, I don't know who you're running against. We'll obviously, in the name of equal time, offer for them to come on the show. But I don't I don't. We will. Want, uh, that seems uh, like a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> I think we legally have to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a formality. We'll, well here's the it. open invite. If they don't hit up, hit me up, then sorry. <laughs> that is legally unbinding. But we wish you luck, Sheriff, and thanks again for uh, for stopping by and for being a great dude. I don't know how you're managing to do all of this and still look like you're 32 freaking years old. <laughs> it's disgusting well, to it's, me. It's easy when you love doing what you're doing. I yeah. love it today as much as I did the first day, you know, yep. all joking aside, and uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And like I said, thank you, everybody, for the support. Uh, we got a lot of great things rolling out, and we do. This is our opportunity our generation's opportunity to leave a larger footprint on our community and, and we're doing it. Yep, that's Chad Cronister, your Hillsborough County Sheriff now, your Hillsborough County Sheriff for the future and uh, thank you very much for being here. Always great to see you. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. Absolutely. You do the same. We're going to come back. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.